What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is The Uncomfortable Truth. Hello and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We've been talking a lot about eliminating distraction from your life, eliminating hurry, uh, getting quiet with the Lord, learning how to silence our minds so that we can experience solitude within the Lord. And a lot of that has to deal with with this thing right here. If you're not, if you're listening on iTunes, I'm holding up my iPhone. Imagine, you know, how many times did we just randomly pick it up and not even know we picked it, picked oh it up gosh. for? A lot, right? And that's typically, it, it, it relates to the fact that maybe we need a little dopamine rush, right? Do some scrolling or, or find somebody that needs us or whatever. It's easy to do with that thing. But imagine instead <laughs> yeah. of doing that, that every time instead of picking your phone up, you just did a line of cocaine instead. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> that's uncomfortable to even yeah, think about it, that and it, to correlate that with picking up a cell phone. Now, I'm not saying that the cell phone is di- directly as unhealthy to your physical health, right? But your point is the hit. the The point is the hit. The, the point, point is the hit. The point is the addiction. Which, what I'm trying to yeah. get get us to think about, myself included, very much so, is our relationship with technology, specifically our cell phones. Let's dive into that, guys, and let's talk about, you know, we've talked, we've talked a lot. We mentioned the phone some, uh, but let's really, let's hammer down on this cell phone thing. What's, what's good about it? What's bad about it? Where do we go astray? Some practical things that we can do to um, basically work on our relationship with the Lord and how it correlates with the cell phone right here. I'll open this up in prayer and then. I see Obi's wheels turning. Oh, I'm just thinking. Turning, turning, yeah. turning like some cogs in there. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this day. Thank you for um, j- just bringing this to the light in our lives, Lord, and, and allowing us to uh, work through it with you, God, and with your grace. Uh, sometimes we don't even know where we fail you until we're aware of it. And at that point, God, it's a sin if, if we don't do something about it. So, Lord, I pray that we will. We will make changes, and I, I pray that uh, anybody listen, Lord, that if you, you know, if it's a moment of, of conviction or, or enlightenment, Lord, I pray that they take that and uh, keep striving to get closer to you, Lord. We just lift you up, and we love you. Amen. Amen. Yeah, obviously my wheels are turning. Um, man, I just, I, I, I mean, I'm just going to be candid, you know, and, and the fact is, is that we truly in our hearts believe that we have to do we have to check that phone it's a good that's a good you know place to go with this we, we we truly believe that we need that we it's it's a money tool it's a tool and we're in our minds uh, uh, i've convinced myself um i'm sure you guys have possibly convinced yourselves that if I don't grab it, I might miss an opportunity to make a sale. I might miss an opportunity to um, get a new customer, whatever the case may be, that would add value to my business and pr- and allow my career to prosper in a better way. Okay, so like that's what we tell ourselves, and that's our justification for doing it. And the fact is, is although that there are slivers of truth in that, Okay, very, they're, they're slivers. They're not 
yeah. the ultimate truth. We're fooling ourselves. I mean, if I gave you a, a hammer and a skill saw, or a hammer, a skill saw, and a drill, or even just a drill and a skill saw, you could build this background that we have here. You could also, with that skill saw and drill, destroy everything in this room. That's right. Pretty easily. <laughs> that's, a, add a hammer that's, a very, that's a very good point. So it's a tool that we've modified to make us feel things that we don't need to be getting from this piece of technology. That's right. So I'm sitting here looking at your case, Shane, and we all have iPhones, and you know I think that most people do. Um, Let's just really Android break people it. out there going no. I'm sorry, Android people. <laughs> They're okay. going no. iPhones but, are but terrible. But you'll, you'll feel better when I make this point to be an Android person. What is the symbol? It's an apple with a bite taken out of it. <laughs> yeah, Adam and Eve. <laughs> yeah. I'm the very mean, first let, sin let ever that, in creation. Let that marinate. Even if that's not what it was intended for. Even if it didn't, dude, that's weird. It's looking in our yeah. eye. Have you like? I've, I've dove into this okay, before. Okay. Yeah, I've I've read some articles. Well, about I haven't. It. I Mercy. think I think the <laughs> I think the point is, and we say this all the time, is the devil comes to still kill and destroy, and don't us don't let us ever think that something that starts out as genuine and thoughtful and yeah. beneficial cannot completely over a death of a thousand paper cuts get flipped on its head and become the most egregious sin that you could ever be dealing with and almost not even recognize it. can ruin your life. 100%. Ruin it. So 100%. I was meeting with a younger kid the other day. He's 20 years old. And something that I've just been thinking about is my relationship with technology, specifically the iPhone. And as, as we grew up, these things were not available. When they became available, say, Obi, you were probably 15 when, you That's, know, Somebody in your grade might have had might have had a cell phone. Yeah, I I, I had a Motorola no, uh, flip phone. No, it was it was it was a it was a Nokia. Nokia, yeah, um, with the little snake game on it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yes. Yep. When I was, I, I remember I had it. The, the I can remember when it, I was fifteen. Yeah, and I remember that because I was riding my four wheeler. And I got stuck way out in the woods, and I used my phone to call my dad. But you didn't use you probably didn't use it much. Oh no, other than that, no. I, I remember like for emergencies. Yeah, exactly. my dad gave me a mom and dad gave me a cell phone when I was seventeen, um, which would have been when I was maybe 15. six, maybe sixteen. I just started driving, and I remember dad telling me, "You don't this this thing ain't some kind of convenience deal. This is like if you're stuck on the side of the highway." Right. And even if you're stuck on the side of the highway, you probably need to be bleeding before you, right. you know, use this thing. Yeah. So the relationship of technology, as that progressed, in the beginning, super cool. Super cool to have that option. I remember you had a pager, and I was just, just incredibly yeah. jealous. Sean that, had one, That too. never worked because we <laughs> right. live in the country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and as it progressed. But when it did, it was like, ooh. Yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> so think about me. that dopamine hit. <laughs> yeah. Somebody needs me. Yeah. The, I need to feel needed. The original dopamine hit. Yeah. As that grew... You know, you take this as the technology grew and what you could put in your pocket grew, it it didn't it didn't feel like it feels today, right? It just felt like this amazing piece of technology that you could use. But at some point this flip was switched. Switch the switch was switched flipped. flipped. Yeah. yeah. And it's this thing that I battle. Now not I'm not battling a cell phone per se, but I'm battling how I deal with this thing every day. And so I asked because I've been going through that, I asked a 20-year-old, 
he couldn't even quantify how he felt about technology really because he was born with it. He was born with it. So what the fact is, is, is we're addicted to it and millennials and generation, whatever are so addicted to it that they have no idea. I mean, they're part of their, there's a lot of, there's a lot of them that are spending 12 hours a day. (sighs) I'm no joke. No, I believe 12 hours a day with their phone in their hand, flipping through social media apps. The the sad part about that is is it's not, I, I would say for a lot of them, and for our younger listeners out there, com- comment below, have you thought about this? Have you correlated how much you're on your cell phone to how it directly relates to your relationship with the Lord? Yeah, I think you have to do these kind of things. You have to have accountable conversations with yourself, you know, through the Lord, hopefully. Yeah. Now, this is assuming we're speaking to believers or somebody who's in- interested in what that means. What I mean by that practically is this. I'm listening to a great book called The Gap and the Gain, and anytime we are scrolling and looking for dopamine hits, as this example, that's another version of that. It's called escapism. Oh. We're escaping the thing we know we're called to do, mm-hmm. okay, as believers, you know. So ask yourself the simple question. Just make it three things. Keep it simple. I, Brandon Goswick, know I am being successful for my walk with the Lord when these things are happening every day. What are those three things? Right. Okay, well, after this conversation, for me, it's going to be not being on my phone when I wake up. Yeah. I know I'm being successful for the Lord because when that distraction is being controlled, I'm taming that potential distraction by my actions, then that allows me to be in the presence of the Lord much easier. Absolutely. Then All I'm right. also, and then it, it's, it matriculates into other things. So, that are so what are you going to do? Are you going to leave your I cell think, phone in another room? I think what I'm going to do is, and I've, I've read a lot of stuff about successful believers that are business people that do this. They turn their phone off at a certain time every night, and they don't turn it back on until they've done a, B, and C, right? So they wake up to an alarm, or naturally. Now, this is all dependent upon what your life looks like. Exactly. You know, yeah. My life was very different five years ago than to today, but my priorities are getting my kids up and off to school and driving them most mornings. So, probably going to be an alarm, quiet time, and then that thing doesn't come on until we get in the car, probably. You know, and I had to had to work or taking the kids to school or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I've I've even been convicted about it being on in the car when I'm taking my kids yeah, to school. Because so, that is a captive moment that's exactly with exactly what I was about to that, say. It's great too. It's yeah. so huge. You're I, I don't feel like that we're going to be able to quantify the impact mm-hmm. that it's going to have on us. When's the I, last time you had a conversation with somebody, like besides sitting in here where we're truly focused on each other, that they gave you their full attention? And when that happened, because it does happen, people, some people are good at it. When that happens, you immediately know you immediately know something's different. Well, <laughs> just ask, just think about this, because we're constantly having one-on-one relationship conversations yeah. with people in business and otherwise. How do you feel when you sit and and I'm, this is both sides of the table here? How do you feel when you sit down and somebody does not have their phone anywhere to be seen? I'm very frustrated. 
Okay. What if, oh no no no! I thought you meant if you, were flipping if you, that. I thought you were saying like if, if you they're don't looking see, at their like phone. they don't even have their phone out. Oh, I love it. It doesn't beep. It doesn't vibrate. Yeah. Yeah. So, I what feel, if every, I feel like they are totally respecting the discussion that we're about to have? So if we feel that way, yeah. As as people who interact with people all day, how hard is it to just challenge ourselves to go any meeting we go into, any interaction, any <laughs> tough conversation? Good story on we, this one. We just put our phone in the car, or we. Turn it off and put it in Stick our bag. Stick it in a drawer. Don't don't grab it and turn it upside right. down. That doesn't mean right. nothing. Yeah. That, that's what I do. Yeah. yeah me so <laughs> so one, one thing I started doing is like when we come in here, when I'm meeting with people, even if I have this, I'll put it on do not disturb. So yep. the only call, the only thing that will vibrate this phone are the calls that come through my favorites, okay. which is family and super close friends. Yep, that's right. it. Yep. Nothing else will vibrate this phone. Well, I will add this tidbit. My phone is on do not disturb all the time now. Mine is, I'm almost there. And, but I will say this, Shane, you know, and Obi a little bit, a big part of what I've been working on for the last six months has been optimizing my time. Right. I still suck at it. Let me just be very honest, but I'm becoming aware of the distractions. Like here, here's the truth. This is a business owner comment, because if you're going into a job, which I did for 15 years, it's a different thing. As a business owner, I think you, I think you still got to evaluate. You and do. Quantify. Yeah, I'm not saying don't evaluate it. I'm yeah. saying you've just got a different approach to look at it. I can be more productive in 20 hours a week with that thing off than I can be in 80 hours a week with that thing on. That's such a almost an oxymoron because I, this is such a <laughs> such a a powerful it's, tool. It's a tool. Yeah, we yeah. go back to building this wall or tearing down this room. Who ultimately holds the power tool? I do. That's right. So when I tell it what to do, yeah, not surprisingly, it gives me the result I want. Most right. time, this thing's holding us. Exactly. It's captive. captive. You got it right. Yeah. Like a prisoner. So my brother-in-law told me he, he works for the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, and he's over, I don't know, he probably has 15 to 20 employees that work for him, and they have these meetings once every week or two weeks where they go in with either ownership ownership of the Cowboys and the, the, the heads or like higher up uh, managers of all the stuff going on. And so he'll usually have two or three of his people in that meeting with him. And he said, man, I got to a point where I said, if, if you bring that cell phone into this meeting again, you're out of the meeting, you're done. And wow. you may not last very much longer here because he said, I don't care if you pick that thing up to answer a question that the brass has or it's the image of you not paying attention and being fully present to the most important part of your week. Exactly. And then that reflects on me too, him. I'm yes. Speaking from his perspective. He said he, he also has guys that will come into his office and I have AirPods in. Oh, and even though yeah. they're not on, you know, he, he, he told a guy the other day, he said, if you, if you come into that office, in my office one more time with these AirPods in, I'm going to rip it out of your ear. <laughs> like, this is just the true level of of the perception or the actual lack of focus on what you're actually doing. It's only going to get worse. It's, yeah. it's, 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 I feel like with it, we're on the, I feel like that it's evolved so much, but just imagine what it's going to look like in 15 years well there's technology already out there today that in glasses or in contacts and i don't think this is being mass produced that you can basically have a computer screen and so you know imagine 
you know, 18 people sitting in a meeting that's important or whatever, and they've got contacts in that they're scrolling through while they're trying, while a meeting's going on. Like, imagine how distracting that would be, but nobody else would know. Like, there's there's people, I've seen some guys in some short videos that that are, you know, really up and into the, the VR, the virtual reality yeah. stuff that are talking about that they feel like that in the next like 20 to 50 years that you'll be able to live a different life virtually. I think that's already happening for some people here. I mean, you got the metaverses. If, I don't know if you guys don't know about these things or whatever, but you can, I'm not real you can throw an on Oculus it. on, uh, which is a Facebook product, meta product. You can throw an Oculus on. Um, I don't know how developed this is yet, but then and you can go into a virtual meeting a virtual world um so it's it's here it's coming um we've been escaping through these things for a long time now remember growing up i would play a video game for eight hours straight if i could like that was that was a level of escape that i had before this came along and that's how you know i would get dope and i got in trouble for it all the time. Well, the I, thing is, is our, we're we're seeking that. We want it. You yeah. know, even then, we yeah. wanted it. Our kids want it. We want it. It's like, and we have to fight it. You know, on the social media side, just as far as scrolling goes, this was said in this book I was listening to, and it asked a very pointed question. It said, "If we are not paying for the social media we're scrolling on, which we're not, ninety nine percent of the time." Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. What does that mean we are? You're a consumer. You're the product. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes. We're the product. We are the product. That's true. Here's an interesting thing from the book just last night that you you just jarred my memory. So this guy was talking, or the, the... he was talking about how TV is no different than our phones. You know, we're binging Netflix. We're binging mm-hmm. these series on Netflix. Supposedly, like, the average time spent in a single day on, a, like, a Netflix binge is eight hours in, in, one, in, in one day. Just on, And he, he was talking about how even now, and I don't know what year this book was written, Okay, so he was talking about then whenever he wrote that book, that Netflix and TV still held the ranked up there. Yeah, yeah, they were still number one mm-hmm. from a time spent every day watching TV standpoint. Yeah, and he said that you know you've at this time you had Amazon Prime and Disney Plus and uh, Hulu and all these all these different um, platforms that were getting on TV and, and doing more of a streaming and subscription type, uh, you know, platform. And somebody had asked the CEO of Netflix how concerned he was about the competition. And he said, oh, we're not worried about the competition. Our competition is time. Mm-hmm. He said, our competition is time. Yeah. We don't have enough time to get – we we need y'all watching TV for fifteen hours a day, and sleeping for seven or what? Well, you know whatever. Yeah, some of these six. Some of these companies are are starting to put things into place that uh, are tools to help you limit your time on the their product. 
that is they're not doing that for any reason other than that's what they feel like the people want at that time. Right. It's not it's not for you. It's more the appearance of trying to look out for you. Yeah. Kind of like having a parking brake in your car. How often do you use it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hardly yeah, ever. Exactly. Yeah. You know, he, that he, one person may use it all the time, but the other billion yeah. don't. He did yeah. mention that like Instagram has something that kicks you off whenever you hit your threshold that you put in that you don't want to go over. But again, it's 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 almost like putting flavor on the addiction or, I mean, you know, like it's like nobody's going to, they know that all the while that they're putting that one little thing and really marketing that, that behind the scenes, they're doing all these algorithms that are going to get you to go on more. That's right. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) What is a jock? Is it Jocko Willick? Mm -hmm. What's his discipline is freedom. Mm -hmm. So he says discipline is freedom. Yep. Um, it seems counterintuitive, but discipline is freedom. Uh, and I think we have to develop our disciplines in every area of our life. But specifically today, we're talking about cell phones. So to develop those disciplines with your cell phone so that you can have some daggum freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It doesn't seem like it makes sense because you think that that is a resource that is giving you more time, but it's not. If it's not, our world is so accessible, everything in our world is so accessible to us nowadays. If I want, if I'm feeling like getting some chicken nuggets, I, I can go get some chicken nuggets. If I, you know, uh, want a cup of coffee, I can get a cup of coffee. You can likely have it delivered to you depending on what part of the world you live in in America. Right. If I want to know some information, then I can look it up right, right here. It's all here. We have all from your nightstand before you get out of bed. If I I need a new book, if I need to uh, order some toilet paper, there's something (laughs) there is there is something unhealthy with having access to everything. Well, I think we can go back and touch on this on a new podcast, but there is, and I'd have to do some digging, but I know there is physiological proof that the more our body is active physically, the better our brain can be healthy mentally. Because we're not created to be stagnant. That's right. We're created to move, and we're associating movement with our finger scrolling. That ain't movement. No. <laughs> so our brains need to be engaged physically as well. Yeah. So that's a whole other conversation. I like I, it. I want to end with this. If, if we don't realize there's a problem, think about it this way. There are millions of Americans that can't make their rent payment. Every month. But that cell phone gets paid. Yeah. They've still got the cell phone. Right. And I, that's not a dig on the people who can't make their no, rent. No, that's no, just, no. that's an ideology statement of the power of the, um, how we feel, how much we feel that we need it versus putting a roof over our head at, at some level. Mm-hmm. It just goes to show it is truly an addiction. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, if y'all don't feel convicted, I don't know. Man. You're not listening. Yeah, I, don't, <laughs> yeah I, I do. Goodness gracious. We appreciate you guys being here. Hit those buttons at the bottom. Help us reach more people for Jesus. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.